Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yar, you'll never find it, I hope they said. You just can't seem to find anything anymore. I'm not going to show you, dig it up, be treasure. I'm going to find the thing that I'm looking for. Oh. Be still, me eyes. Is that? I've got me treasure. I found a roller in the gate podcast. Yar. Hello, I'm Ken Brown, and you are now entering Riven, the Shattered Continent. Co-conspirators, please introduce yourselves. Um, hello, I'm Marcos Pissarro, I'm an Alacocra monk from the sanctuary of Kaido, and I am portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw, forge cleric and renowned pottery maker, portrayed by Brad Konawa. Thanks team, and thank you for joining us. Pull up a chair and join our table for Rolling in the Geek. Hey listeners, it's uh, me, Nick, here with you, and we're just making a quick cut uh, before we get the episode going because we had a small PSA to share with you guys, so uh, take it away, PSA Ken. Hey, uh, yeah, so uh, our characters, uh, our wonderful heroes, Trevor and Harkos, leveled up last time, so they are now level two, and uh, we we weren't quite sure if we wanted to do a little bit about what they did when they leveled, and you know, like how much more HP they got, what spells they took, what abilities they got, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so we want to leave it up to you. So if you could leave us a comment on whatever social media platform is best for you and let us know what you think and what you want. Some people like the crunchy stuff. Some people don't. Uh, and either way, we'd be more than happy. We can do little bonus things that talk about our level ups. Uh, or if it's just not really, uh, if it's not uh, our audience's thing, that's totally fine too. But just uh, leave us a comment and we will do whatever you guys say because we are at your whim. Thank you, PSA Ken, for making it so freaking weird and awkward at your whim. Yep, that's what we are. But anyway, that's our uh, that's our quick little thing. So now into uh, episode seven. Enjoy. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. Our heroes recover from the small earthquake and fucking finally go to the Tinleaf Manor. <laughs> <laughs> They 
they air quotes talk to the butler and uh, <laughs> observe the gaudy foyer and the uh, entrance to the Tin Leaf Manor with various paintings of him in 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 heroic poses and places. Uh, after ogling the paintings for a while, the duo finally meet Elian and his wife Melia. Uh, who seems disinterested in the whole thing until Trevor starts talking about the actual fight with Rashmagash. After discussing recent events with Elian, uh, he orders Ansigar to form a strike team with T and H, Trevor and Harkos, to go into the mountain to find out what exactly is going on and if something that the trapezoids are doing was causing the earthquakes. And that is where we pick up uh, as soon as the, the meeting is over. Uh, or the luncheon is over, I guess, would be the better way to say that. The brunch. Uh, bruncheon? I like bruncheon. That's the word I, That's the word I made up when I was trying to think of uh, episode names. <laughs> uh, so the luncheon is over. Elian stands up and, and he will uh, he will say, you know, he will say his farewells and and head off uh, back through. Uh, the, you can see that there's several doors that lead out from this room, uh, that apart from the weird curtained one that you came in through. Uh, and he will take off through one of those rooms rather hastily, uh, yeah, leaving why. Ansigar, uh, leaving Ansigar and Melia in his wake. Uh, so after Elian leaves. Ansigar will come up to the two of you. So I guess that we will be venturing into the deep dark of the mountain together. Well, you have that light thing, so maybe not so dark? Well, I, I cannot just keep it going at all times. Uh, it's not a light source, it's a powerful ability. You know, sometimes would be uh, you, okay. You you seem quite adept at the magic arts. You are not capable oh. of producing your own light. Oh, I am, I am not adept at oh. any sort of don't, magic. Don't let Trevor lie to you like he's lied to me for the last three days. He's, <laughs> he's quite he's quite good at the foofage. He just doesn't want anyone to know. Wow. I I, uh, I wish that were the truth, but I'm. I'm still learning. I have smelled the cobalt bacon that states otherwise. <laughs> uh, so he'll... He, he's kind of just watching you guys. and uh, After after a moment, he'll say, Well, uh, I, I would say that today is not the best day for us to just take off into the mountain. So much of it has gone by already. Uh, if you would want to spend the rest of the day, I, I don't know how many you would wish to take with, but I would suggest not more than uh, uh, six or six or seven uh, if you were wanting a group that large. Yeah, you know what, Brad? We should listen to the bad guy because he probably wants to dictate our numbers so that we're easily overpowered. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Sorry, I, did, I just wanted to stick to the bad guy trope. I, ha I mean, the opportunity was there. If I didn't pounce on it, like, <sighs> am I really being me? 
If you didn't pounce on it like three kobolds in a trench coat. If the two of you are feeling confident enough, I, I would imagine that the three of us would be the easiest. I... Uh, mm, I... Well, um, I... Maybe. Maybe that would be... <laughs> That's a hard no. <laughs> That's a, that is a hard no there, bud. <laughs> balls and tugs. Give me fucking balls and tug, Arcos. <laughs> you know what, Trevor? Maybe you should leave me the fuck alone, bud. Maybe you should go back to your fucking parents' house and tell your mom to stop cooking with the cook and give me my fucking phone back when I left it over there since I fucked your mom. <laughs> right on track for episode five. God damn it. Fuck you, fuck you Arcosi. <laughs> God, I, hope do, that some, <laughs> I hope that some fucking subsection of our listening audience li- watches Letterkenny too, because otherwise uh, this is just all going over their heads and their reflexes. Such a, oh, are not a, fast if, enough. If they don't, it is 100% on Brad to use the hashtag magic to fucking make Letterkenny people find us. <laughs> oh, such a lovely shoe. God. Uh, God. All right. I, Ooh, okay. Well, so if the two of you would like to maybe take the day and decide who else you would want to come with, uh, I would really like to leave first thing at daybreak tomorrow. Uh, that sounds like a, a wonderful plan, uh, dis- despite the going into the cave, but I, I think it needs you, to be done. You, my friend, are the one that made that decision for Elian, the two of you both. I did not make that decision. Yes, and and I still do not necessarily like my decision, <clears throat> but it, but it seems that it needs to be d- d- done. Hmm. We but, shall see no, if it is a wise decision or not. No offense, but you you didn't seem to have any decisions of your own to suggest. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Harkos, Ken didn't have to say anything. Harkos could feel the look that happened right after he said that, so he immediately was like, I'm gonna just fuck off now. I didn't say anything. This, this ceiling's really high. That's, I could, it might take me a day, but I could fly up there. Let's change the I... subject. Amelia, could you fly up there? I didn't think so. Do you want to? <laughs> Let's both fly up there now, out of this situation. Whoosh. Uh, Amelia's been quiet this whole time. She actually hasn't even stood yet that she's kind of sitting and observing. Uh, But uh, uh, Ansigar will... uh, He he doesn't appreciate that comment and you can kind of feel the look that he gives to you. I fucking did. Uh, 100%. And he will... He he will say... uh, Well, I am here at the behest of Elian. And must follow what he asks. I am a mere servant here, just as the two of you are as well. Uh, I, I would, I wouldn't say I'm a servant per se. I mean, I willingly showed up. I, and I willingly fixed the bell, and I 
willingly kebobbed a few cobalt bacons yesterday. So, uh, ser- well, servant is an odd You term. are here in service to Iron's Edge, and therefore are a servant of the city. It is semantics, I know, but I view this as a service. Apologies, English is not my... Common is not my first language. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if the two of you will excuse me, I must spend the rest of the day in meditation with Torm. Uh, hopefully I can gather my strength for tomorrow for the venture into the mountain. Uh, if if your meditation calls for it, Gork can microwave oven up some pretty great taquitos, whatever a microwave oven is. What What are... Taquitos. I have not heard of this food. Is this a strange delicacy from where, from your neck of the woods? Oh, you see, he almost man. feels uncomfortable saying that phrase, like it's totally off character for him. Well, it's very fucking just... racist of him to presume that because I'm a bird person, I'm from the woods. First of all, <laughs> Jesus. I am civilized. Totally took that the wrong way, but okay. <laughs> uh. So I, uh, no. <clears throat> oh, you, you poor man. N- sure, they're from my neck of the woods. That's why I got them here in this neck of the woods. You should try them. They're they're quite nice. I don't suggest the cheese ones. <laughs> if he's if he's a bad guy, you keep on snarking off to him. It- yeah. I need you to fucking show your hand, Ken. You're all talking this big game of like, you guys are gonna fucking laugh when you find out. No, you're gonna fucking laugh when, like, even though Ansigar's not a bad guy, he's gonna get so pissed off at Harkos that he's gonna stab him, and you're gonna be like, well, I mean, he was, like, the penultimate good guy, but now you guys are gonna kill him because he attacked your friend because your friend's a cocky, mouthy son of a bitch. If it makes you feel better, Nick knows what he's doing. Harkos is innocent as the fucking day is short. <laughs> like, he's, he don't fucking know. He's lived in a fucking sanctuary his whole life. Are you kidding me? Okay. Uh, so he... Uh, uh, nah. Uh, Ansigar bows to you uh, out of, uh, you know, uh, politeness and uh, then ventures off through a different way than, than Elian left. Uh, and as soon as he leaves, Melia will stand and then she'll give a curtsy and walk out uh, the, the different direction than either of the other two. So you've got a trifecta of different directions. And then there's a fourth door that is the door that you came in that would be the exit out. When Perhaps we should go out the other door. It when, only seems fitting at this point. When Melia stands to leave before, before she completely leaves, uh, because... Harkos doesn't fully know what it means, and it's all he's heard. When she goes to bow, Harkos is also going to bow and go, Sup! Because <laughs> he thinks that's how she enters and leaves conversation. I like it. I like it. Uh, so she'll she'll turn, and she gives you the, the backwards head nog. Head, head nog? What the fuck, Ken? Uh, the backwards. <laughs> They're like just the back. They don't control you. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, I'm free. She... <laughs> she does the the back head nod, and uh, then she she continues out. I feel like eventually we might be able to low bones, but that is for later. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a sex thing, audience. It's a letter thing. It's when you bump knuckles subtly. Like, 
That's me bumping my own knuckles. It's kind of sad when you have to do it alone. I just wanted to clarify that Harkos wasn't being pervy. Nick, Nick was being clever. And then, you, and then you fucking say it's sad when you have to do it alone. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, I know what I'm doing. What are we doing here? Uh, Trevor and uh, I are trying to leave this mansion, but you just keep dragging us back in with letter kidding quotes. <laughs> Was it? Was it me? Anyway, uh, <laughs> so you are now awkwardly standing in this uh, this luncheon room. Well, I'm going to awkwardly make my way out the door that did not get used. Uh, okay, I'm going well, to. It's, the, it's the door that you. Sorry, uh, it, it's the the door that you you entered through. Yeah, uh, but no one there. exited through it, and they exited through the other three doors. So now we need to exit through that door, otherwise it'll be wrong. Weird, it's, it's almost like two of the three people that left live here or something. That's strange how they wouldn't go out the door that goes outside the building. Well, and you can you can get from context clues that Ansigar also kind of lives here uh, while while he's, you know... So what you're, saying, city. what you're saying is we should go to Ansigar's door and peek through the lock hole so we can actually see the three kobolds climbing out of the Ansigar suit. <sighs> no. Jesus, just leave the fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> what, he's, what he's saying is Ansigar is living by the age-old tradition of keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Being as he's a bad guy and Ilian's the mayor, he's got to keep him the closest. That's fair. Ilian's a fucking bad guy. I can feel it. That's that's the slap in the face. Ansigar's like Batman. He's the world's greatest detective. He's about to throw this whole case wide open and then we strolled into town. We're going to fuck it all up thinking he's the bad guy. I'm okay with that's, this. That's probably spot on. I'm okay with this, though. <laughs> uh, anyway, so you guys leave through the uh, the door by which you entered, uh, and the uh, the butler is there waiting for you as soon as you walk out. Hello again. He smiles and, and does a, a small bow and then gestures back towards the stairs. Uh, yes, lead the way. Uh, yep, yeah, yeah, he will walk uh, just a few steps ahead of you and walks down the stairs. He does the same kind of thing that he did when you were going up. It's just the he, other way, you know, just the other direction. Uh, <laughs> and he's checking to make sure that you're, you know, that you're staying close behind yep, him. Yep, still here. Um, right behind you. He gives a quick smile to you and, ugh, ugh. <laughs> and burps. Ugh. I mean, and uh, <laughs> then we'll, he speaks. <laughs> He makes noise! <laughs> Trevor! Elian! Ansigar! <laughs> Somebody! That's what I get for drinking a monster while we're doing this. <laughs> this episode brought to you by... God, God uh, damn it. Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I can help. So you, you guys go down. Uh, you re-enter the foyer. Uh, and look at the beautiful paintings again yeah. uh, and the the butler will walk to the front door and put his hand on the handle and wait for you um, we're, we're, we're right here you can well he, he's politely waiting for you uh if you're wanting to reobserve any of the gorgeous nah, i think again. i think we're good i think we took in enough of the uh overcompensation mm, okay uh, so unless he, something oh, changed, is there like a moving <laughs> painting now? Is it moving around? 
No, no, there's not. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't a very about, confident no, it's not. I, I thought about yes anding that one, but I decided not to. Uh, uh, watching you. Uh, yeah, no. From the bushes? Uh, oh, you're uh, in outside the your window. Okay. Uh, so he opens up the door and, uh, again, bows and, and gestures with his opposite hand out the door. Thank you. Have a nice day. As as Harkos is leaving, he's going to bow as well. And as he's as he bows, he's uh, going to tell him, "I want you to know that I find it quite disconcerting that you do not speak, but I do appreciate your tailorship. As I said before, it is far superior to Randall's." And then, her. I he he looks up at you. <clears throat> he looks up at you and uh, ma- make a make a charisma check. Perform a ca- perform a charisma check. <laughs> Bam! Counter. Where the? Oh, I'm um, I'm too fucking tired, man. I was so, in my fucking skills. Look, I was like, "Where's charisma? Why is charisma <laughs> not on here?" I have just, perception, but there's no charisma. Yeah, I, I would say just add your charisma. I think that you're just. I don't think you're trying to convince or anything. He's just see what kind of influence you've made on him so yeah far. so you just want my ability modifier on that's what you're saying yeah yes okay yeah yeah that's that's a check. that's a yeah. 16 okay uh so he looks up at you and he he kind of thinks for a moment and then he opens up his mouth and you could see that his tongue has been removed completely so harkos is definitely gonna react like there's going so the 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 next second and a half this is how it's going to go for those of us who can't think that quick so harkos is going to see this he's going to start to react very adversely realize why this guy wasn't speaking and then also silence his adverse reaction so this is what that second and a half sounds like oh i i see i i'm i'm sorry and i i hope i can find out why this has had to happen to you and how to make sure it doesn't happen to anyone else. I'm very, very sorry. And then he, he looks pretty non-concerned. He kind of shrugs his shoulders a little bit when you say that. It, it might not upset you, but it, it is quite upsetting to me. And then Harkos is going to bow again and, and then again, thank you. And then he'll go to leave. Okay. Uh, so as you leave, the door closes behind you. Fucking knew it. Uh, you can see that there's a lot more activity in the like walk up and garden area uh, that than there was when you came in, which really wasn't all that long ago. Uh, but there, you know, the hedges are being trimmed and and everything is uh, everything's being what's the what's the right term manicured. Everything's being manicured back to perfection right now by the, you know, the various, various groundskeepers and servants that are, are out here. And every once in a while you see somebody pedicuring it to wellness as well. Well, the things that have, the things that have toes, obviously they need to have, you know, the the little cotton things put between the toes and, and painted and everything. I mean, it's, it's very important Every super rich compensating wife hates him elf needs to have a good mani-pedi every once in a while. 
true? It's anyway. true. Ladies, back me up, right, ladies? <laughs> no? Just me? All right, cool. Awesome. So, anyway, so, <laughs> let's continue on. Uh, so, do you head out the door, or are you going to try to talk to any of these people, or anything like that, or... Harkos most definitely will not try to talk to anyone anymore. Yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> okay. Uh, they pay you no mind as you walk out. Uh, they, like, kind of avoid the path as you walk down it. Like, if they're doing something, then they'll shift over so that they're outside of the walkway. Uh, and you pass through and get back to the gate. The guards open it up for you and uh, bid you good day as you leave. So, uh, Hakos, who do do we want to take many people? Um. Uh, yes. Like, <laughs> just uh, Phil, I'd, maybe. I'd, I don't know that we want to, but I. I'll be honest. I. I'm quite. I felt quite good after the the fight the other night, but I definitely chalk it up to a lot of luck. I really felt like I was just rolling dice every every time I tried to do anything. <laughs> and I just... I don't... I don't... I don't take that fourth wall and slap it right in the face. <laughs> Whoa! Sorry. Breaking the fourth wall again. I did that smack and it made some weird fucky looking waveform on my shit. It was crazy, man. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. It was like a fucking string bean. It was weird. I'll, I'll, I'll show you later if I can find it. That was, whew, sorry. Okay. Back in. So, uh, anyway. Rolling the dice comments. Haha, ha, funny, funny. Um, I just... I don't feel very confident in us three. Five. Us three being able to... <laughs> do anything in the in the cave so as as much as i don't necessarily want to involve others i i think being as it's why everyone is has come we we should involve others it is it is why everybody's here and it might not be what they want to do but it's what it's what we need them to do uh, i just figured if it's us then there are more here in case something bad happens while we're in there. Well, I, I didn't, I didn't expect to take everybody, but I, I would like to possibly take m more than just us. And I know you mentioned Phil, but I, I would. Oh dear, <laughs> I, I think we would benefit from Marcus and his elf friend and also I too I too agree with that statement but also uh, Puffles as, as well and possibly um, see if Jorik thinks anyone else might be up to the task which I doubt but I, f I feel that it's worth asking because like you I don't want to take everyone but I, I do think we could stand to broaden our numbers ever so slightly oh dear I uh so if you, uh, depending on who you want to talk to, uh, you can make the assumption that uh, Jorik would be at the, the barracks, because that's where he's typically at. Mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, and that would probably be your best starting place if you wanted to kind of like wander town because you don't really know where Puffles and Selena Mar- Sel- Selena Marcus stay, like where they where they hang out. Uh, Marklina. Marklina. Either way. Uh, we know Marcos is so in charge I, of their coupling. I. Uh, so it's it's up to you how you would want to approach that how you know who you want to talk to first or what you want to try. I think that would definitely be um, what Harcos was going to lean more into because like like you said we have no idea where Selena Marcus and um, uh, I almost said puddles puffles have been. We've well technically I say we Trevor has seen them at breakfast all of once. Yeah, but we don't know where the fuck they came from because. They don't necessarily have to be staying in the inn. That was also the tavern, so they could have came from wherever. So I think Harkos's instinct would be to go to Jorik to not only ask for anybody he thinks is able-bodied, but also get um, the whereabouts of those three uh, to ask them for help as well. And then, depending on where they are, we know where um, Phil's room is, and then we can well we can procedurally go to Phil and the rest of the the peeps. Okay. So if Trevor's okay with that. Uh, yeah, that that sounds like a plan. Okay. Solid. Uh so you guys are you heading to the barracks then? Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay. I was waiting for the Trevor confirmation. Is that a Trevor confirmation? It was. It was. Okay. Twas a Trevor confirmation. Okay, uh, so you head to the barracks. Uh, as usual, there is an assortment of uh, either you can't tell if they're new recruits. It's still kind of early in the day for new recruits. That usually happens towards the end of the day that they get out in the sparring yards. Uh, but there's a, a group of recruits that are out in the sparring area that they're doing some training. Uh, it looks like there's a lot more, like, 1v1 happening rather than them training against dummies. I think that y- you could presume that the attack kind of lit a fire under some of these folks, that they are a little bit more nervous now. Because uh, that was the, the biggest attack that they had really gotten. Uh, so, that making people a little bit more nervous. But, uh, so... But you don't see Jorik out here. You see Nigel, the sergeant, that he's kind of directing some folks at the moment. What do you do? I mean, I guess if I would walk up to Nigel, I suppose. Nigel. I got to kind of remember the the voice that I used for him. That's all the way back in episode one was the last time we fucking talked to him. Yeah, I know. It was a long time ago. Oh. Trevor, Harkos. Oh. Welcome back to the sparring yards. Yes, hello. Um. Hi. 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 Do whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Is there... We're already recording! Is there... uh, Is there anything that I can do for you, gentlemen? Um. Yes, we were actually, uh... We were... We were looking for Jorik. We had some questions. Ah, yes. Uh, Jorik is inside. He's uh, he's speaking with uh, 
uh, some of the the older recruits, the the ones that have actually fought some of the monsters. He's trying to he's trying to get a playbook together, sort of for uh, for the newbies when they come in to test them. Well, isn't that fucking convenient? <laughs> oh, oh. Yep. well, I guess we'll be heading inside then, Trevor. Oh. Okay. <sighs> uh, the, the two of you, uh, at some point, I would love to have you out here in the sparring yards, since you've been you've been actively fighting some of these monsters. I would love for you to to help me with some of the new recruits one of these days. Oh, oh, oh dear. yes, uh, I, I thought we already uh, did I that. Would, <laughs> I no well you did it your first day but I would really I I, I nearly I would killed you. Phil. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, but I I would appreciate maybe it, it just uh, uh kind of showing the the newbies you know some ropes. Uh, I, I I'd compensate you just uh you know if you if you ever have the time I I really if, would appreciate it. If uh, if we survive tomorrow. Then, perhaps. Well, that, that's kind of how all of us feel. <laughs> oh, Trevor, oh. you kidder! <laughs> it's just like Trevor always making. We should go inside now. Come along, Trevor. Goodbye, Nigel. <laughs> we'll think about the money. <laughs> okay, uh, so Fucking you had weirdo. inside. Fucking Trevor with his weird shit. I, <laughs> I. Uh, uh, you you guys head inside, uh, and Jorik is in kind of like uh, there's a table that's been set up, uh, a, a round table, and ooh, uh, ooh he is uh, he's got you know like five or six a uh, little bit more uh, veterany looking gentlemen and ladies that are around the table with him that they're discussing their experiences with the trapezoid kobolds. We're heading uh, into the mine. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do not listen to the crazy old man with the comb over. He is not in charge of this meeting. Please ignore everything he says. He lies about his fire powers. I'm not letting that go. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> uh... So it, uh, Jorik kind of looks at you guys as you as you head in, uh, and he looks around the table. And, well, uh, I I think that that's everything that I needed from you all for today. So, uh, you know, go ahead and go about your business. Uh, I'll uh, you know, let all this seep, and uh, you know, I'll uh, I'll get some things written down from from your suggestions and your ideas and your experiences and hopefully it'll help out some of the new guys so thank you all very much and uh i look forward to seeing you around uh thanks bye uh, he kind of goes and kind of shakes some folks hands as they're walking away and all that kind of stuff but after a few minutes everybody leaves and it's just uh it's just the three of you uh hey hey guys what uh uh you came in here with a with a purpose it looks like so what can i do you for Um. Actually, we may have been better off keeping them here for a couple more minutes, but that's that's okay. Uh, we, uh... Do you remember Trevor's awesome plan to storm the 
depths of the mountain? See, shivers a little bit. Ah, yeah, yeah, I, I remember. Right, well, um, Mayor Tinleaf really took hold of that idea after we questioned why it wasn't being thought of before, and now, um, we kind of are, well, we're doing it tomorrow morning, and, um... Ah, Jesus! Oh, Jesus doesn't exist in this world! <laughs> oh, sweet, oh, sweet Bassius, I know, it's very, uh... Oh, uh, oh God! <laughs> it's very, yes! It's very yes. rough. It's bound to happen eventually. Uh, uh oh, sw- G- dear gods, uh... That sounds like a terrible idea, guys. You can say Bassius. It's okay. Is this okay? Watch. Quick aside. Bassius is an omnipresent being from the campaign that Ken did with us off of the podcast before we started. And we have made the commitment that he was such a phenomenal person that he will be ever present in every campaign going forward. So you don't know him yet, but I promise you will come to love him just as much as we and his kister do. That's the short bit. explanation. We can go more in depth <laughs> as more stuff no, evolves. No, no, no. Now no, Bassius no, no, no. can that is a evolve. Whole, that is a that is a whole separate lore video or or lore podcast that we could do on <laughs> the the adventures of Bassius. I'll do oh, a man. fucking I'll, uh, I'll I'll David Attenborough some shit together. One <laughs> once upon a time, once upon a time, eventually. That's the words I wanted to use, and I used eventually vi- upon a eventually time? upon a time. Sometime upon a time, we'll do we'll do a Bassius centric uh, aside episode, and and we'll we'll give you all the down and dirties on the inside jokes. Wow. Okay. Uh. Well. Uh. Again, that sounds like a really terrible idea. So, but uh, if there's anything that I can do to help, uh, just let me know. Well, actually, there is. You see, I Trevor once just. Us two and and Cigar, uh, because Ilian is sending him with as well. Thankfully, um, Trevor wants us three to go in alone, which I I understand where he comes from, but I I think it would be better to have a small party of people. And I I I told him that maybe you might know of some people, and if nothing else, maybe be able to tell us where Selena, Marcus, and Puffles are residing so we might ask for their help hmm. uh well i'd say that <clears throat> i would say that uh sorry that was that was the dm having problems with his voice uh it's okay we've, we've would... gotten used to it by this point no okay thank, no, good we're glad uh <laughs> we're glad is it me and the dm we appreciate it uh the duality so... jorick <laughs> um well, I think that, that Selena and Puffles would be ideal candidates to go with you. Uh, you know, they're, I don't think that they're quite on the your levels, but, uh, it, oh, it, you know, but like, literally and metaphysically. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's, there's maybe... Well, there's maybe one other person. Why don't you come with me? Uh, I've got my my list of recruits back in my office. And we can take a look through and uh, I can make some suggestions. So he, he like turns and starts walking towards uh, the, the back door. The, the door that you went into that was the uh, mess hall area. 
Okay, uh, I will follow him. Okay, good. Uh, so you go through the mess hall. Uh, you take the right door once you pass through there, and you get into uh, a hallway, and he takes you down uh, through a couple more doors, and you end up in a small, uh, a, a small-ish office. I uh, it looks very well like lived in. Uh, that it's uh, it's got a cot in there and you know some bedding and then a very messy desk that has all kinds of papers and maps and you know uh ink wells and and quills and everything that are all over it and uh it just looks uh a little bit in disarray uh and then you you can see various things that look like registers of payouts and all this stuff that he is that he has taken on as part of uh his role as captain of the guard uh, but he kind of tries to to put some of the stuff into some semblance of order on the desk and then, uh, you know, sits down in his high chair and then, you know, points to a couple of chairs that are in there for you two to sit. <laughs> I realize you mean high chair, like, because it's a seat of importance, because it's his office or whatever. But because he's a halfling, all I can think of is that he climbs into a high chair, realizes that his little fucking, uh, like tray is there for his food to be on and then he's like ah and chucks it away so we don't realize that it's actually a high chair high chair that was, that was... i swear to god if you say here comes the airplane i'm gonna strike you <laughs> that was, no no that was i where would my brain was going to <laughs> i would i would never ever say that however the uh... gold does need to be smelted open up the forge <laughs> oh my god i <laughs> <laughs> uh... So he, he sits and he direct, he he points at the the chairs to invite you to sit. I'll take a seat. Okay. Harkos. Yeah. I'll also take a seat. Okay. Uh, there's some nice chairs. They're pretty nice chairs. That, that that's the first thing that you notice. I, uh, but he sits and he starts kind of rifling through some stuff and he uh he he sets things aside and he kind of crosses his arms as he leans back and, and he looks at you guys and are are you guys really sure that you want to do this uh, no but yes. but uh it it needs to be done for well, Ca- for cassie and other children who don't feel safe all the uh, people who don't feel safe i don't feel safe but i'm not I'm not from here. The the two of you, d- despite your uh, your your humbleness, uh, are some of the best recruits that I've seen come through here. And uh, yeah, I, I'd hate to see you guys just walk into uh, just walk into a death trap down there. I I can't. Uh, I I just I don't feel good about it. But if this is the if this is the route that you're going to take and, and that you feel you need to take, then I I can't stop you. Especially if Ansigar is going with you. That does make me feel better, but uh, we just, I, I'm just concerned for your, your well-being. Well, we're, we're concerned for the town's well-being. I mean, you... Not that we know much better. I mean, we've... Neither of us from... The little we've gathered about each other have done this sort of stuff before, but after talking with Elian, he said this business with the monsters arose 
some six months ago, and it's it's just been escalating ever since. Despite the recruits you've been bringing into town, like us, like us two or or not, it hasn't been getting any better. Actually, if we're to believe Ansigar and Ilian, over the past few days, it seems to have skyrocketed. How worse it is, and well, I. I would definitely agree with that observation. Uh, um, like I said, the scout that, that uh, Trevor was able to kill—that was the—that was the first time that we actually saw something like that. We haven't had like an observer come into town, and uh, the attack, like what happened last night, that was uh, that was just that that was that was about fifteen steps past what we're we're normally used to. And, and this so, is why we believe we need to take the fight to them. Well, yes, I I guess that there isn't any talking you guys out of it, and I I I commend you, I, 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 the bravery that you guys must have to to be willing to step into that hellhole. I I I just can't I can't fathom it. <laughs> Trevor shivers a little. <laughs> no, y'all, no, no, nobody can see this, but this is this is for the audience. In, in, like, the pockets of his robe, Trevor's grip around the red ball from Cassie tightens. Trevor's? Trevor's, Trevor's grip? Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Listen, if y'all want to start doing this when I'm not brain dead at the end of the night, that's fine. You can make fun of any flubs I make. But if we're going to do it at the, end of, uh, at the end of the weeks of hell that we all have to live through, you can let <laughs> me have some flubs, Okay. Maybe I put the ball in Trevor's pocket. Maybe Harkos has his hand in Trevor's pocket. You don't know <laughs> what our relationship is like, okay? Fucking Christ. You know what? You've gotten very close over the last couple of days. I, I like the thought that Harkos has, has his hand in Trevor's pocket. <laughs> I like the thought that I put a lot of effort and shit into the characters I make for these damn games. And I always... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Make these gestures of grandeur in all these super meaningful things, and y'all are like, 
that one word you fucked up ruined the moment. I was like, cool. I'm glad you pointed it out because my brain ignored it because I was too busy focusing on the whole fucking, uh, I can't think of the right word and I'm not going to say the wrong one. So, but you know. Okay. So. Harkos' hand grips around the ball. <laughs> there's, there are, I would say that your two best bets are Selena and Puffles. Uh, they're, they're pretty strong, and I think that they would be a great asset down there. Now, there's, there's a couple others that have shown some promise, uh, but, uh, I think Phil has done some good work here. He might be he he might be an idea, uh, but I don't know if he's ready for it. But there's another, uh, another. There there's another storm chaser. Uh, that's that doesn't even make sense. I tried to do a play on Skywalker, but it wasn't working. So, uh, <laughs> there. <laughs> There's a man. There was there was a lot of forks in that trail. Not all of us made it back to camp. Calm your shit. <laughs> um, there is another. He's from a grand line. He goes by the name of Ground Swimmer. <laughs> oh God. Um, the this other one came in as a as a recruit, but. Uh, yeah, they they were on a different level, just like uh, Selena and Puffles. No, keep shit, going. I'm giving you background shit. music. Stop <laughs> that shit right the fuck now. Uh, um, Copyright. They came. They... <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm sorry. I'll stop. Oh boy. You need to. You need to describe. I apologize for derailing. Mickey Mouse. Please, is gonna come break please continue, Jorick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think it's funny? Huh? <laughs> Won't think it's funny when you can't walk by a hook! I'll fucking do it again! Oh, God. <clears throat> uh, center. Center. <laughs> um, I apologize. This person came in as a recruit, and the, as edgy as this sounds, the only name that they gave was Shadow. Uh, bum, bum, bum. But Definitely the bad guy. They, apprentice. They... They seemed, they seemed quite capable. Uh, they did really well in, in the the first sparring match, but after the first sparring match, they disappeared. And we saw them pop up uh, uh, maybe four or five more times since they came in. But they they don't stay with everybody else. They don't they don't like eat breakfast with everyone. They just when things happen, they show up and then they're gone. But the the strange thing is, is that they they didn't pop up during this last attack, which uh, is a little uh, they've they've shown up for almost every other one. So uh, I I have no idea what's happened to them. There's your three kobolds in a trench coat. But if you could make contact with this shadow, I think that they would be a great asset down there as well. Mm. Those I are my suggestions. Do 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 do. See ya. And he just hop skips and jumps away. Oh, oh good goodbye. No, he doesn't. He doesn't do that. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, those are the ones that I would say would be your best bets. Uh, you know, uh, 
uh, right now, uh, the, fuck, what are their goddamn names? Selena and, uh, Puffles are, uh, <laughs> oh, what the fuck is happening to us tonight? Oh, uh, Jesus. Uh, they're at the, uh, they're, they're on guard duty by the entrance to the cave, and, uh, Phil is, uh, Phil is kind of sleeping off his overnight shift. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. Nick also <laughs> understood that. It, Nick took in that information. So, perhaps we should speak with Selena and Puffles first? Well, yeah. at least you know where they're at. Yes. I agree. Maybe Cut. the shadow will show himself if he needs to. May well, maybe uh, you could spread the word that I don't don't say that we're looking for recruits because I don't want any people such as Trevor and myself that have eyes too big for their stomachs to come stumbling along with <laughs> us, but um, maybe spread it around to the guards and whatnot that uh, of what we're planning to do and that we're looking for the shadow and maybe they'll just find us. I was actually just going to make the same suggestion that uh, yeah. I would try to put word out. Oh, great minds think alike, right? Ha-ha! <laughs> uh... So uh, I'll, I'll take care of that. I'll see what I can I can drum up for you. Uh, and uh, if you want to go and and talk to the others and see what you can see what you can get set up, uh, then hopefully we'll be uh, we'll be in a good place and keep everybody as safe as possible down there. Yes, I I agree. Okay. Uh, also agree. All right. Well, uh, just let me know if there's anything else that I can do to help. Uh, you have uh, full access to our armory if there's anything that you need from here. Uh, otherwise, then you know, I'll, I'll let you know if I hear anything. Uh, that's wonderful. Uh, thank you for your assistance. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead so, and get up and go. So, yeah, we're, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna head with Trevor to the. Uh, cave entrance because that that's what he said they're guarding the cave entrance right yes okay yeah that's a byproduct of what happened it, you know they put wanted to make sure that there was capable people at the at the cave after we called them on their shit yeah pretty much uh so jorick will climb out of his high chair and kind of <laughs> go back about his business uh and then you two head off i uh, so, uh, do you head straight for the cave entrance, yeah. or is there anything well, else that you're wanting low, to do along the way? Lowercase I line. Okay. Uh, you better, you better fucking I'm jump hopping right in front of him uh, onto Marcus. Is it really a lowercase I line if it's a <laughs> giant line and then just a little hop at the end? I mean, it's still a lowercase I. Okay. Because it's like a half line and then a dot. But okay. Anyway, that way off topic. I, uh, I guarantee okay, so you, Harkos can fly high enough to where it looks normal size. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so you you head to the the cave entrance. Uh, 
which is not a, a it's not a short walk, but it's not a terribly long walk either. Uh, you get there, you see the the two of uh, the the two of them are standing right at the cave entrance that they're you know kind of keeping an eye on eye on the entrance. They're they're not exactly like you know super diligent because daytime is not the is not cobalt time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're pretty much they're they're more or less like better at night. They're kind of sort of nocturnal. Uh, they get disadvantages in sunlight and, and that kind of stuff, and and that's pretty <clears throat> common lore with with that type of creature. So you you that they're there more or less right now as a formality and just to kind of make people feel better. So they're not like super diligent, but they're they're doing the Selena job. Selena has so. a monster manual. <laughs> uh, and you actually do not see Marcus right now. <gasps> Creepy. Oh. oh god, I just shivered so hard I got I fucking <laughs> pinched a nerve in my shoulder. Oh jeez. <laughs> that was that was not good. You said you don't even see Trevor and my brain just went, There's a giant spider that's missing. And my body shivered, and I definitely just irked something in my back. <laughs> I'm not happy about it. <laughs> uh, okay, so Fucking you uh, you, you're you're walking up uh, towards the towards the entrance, and the two of them, you know, kind of come to come to attention and watch you as you're coming up. Uh, I'd say Puffles kind of like raises a hand and gives you uh, gives you a little wave. Uh, give him a bow. Um, Harkos is gonna wave with his wing. <laughs> do you? It puffles. We'll say. Do you really think that we need to be that formal that you would need to bow? No, that's why I did. Oh, Trevor, why are you <laughs> bowing? Um, I, I, I don't know. Oh, I, I, I trust me. We could be informal. I, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, we we fought each other in the yard, and you uh, obviously were <laughs> obviously beat the crap out of us. So, uh, you know, I I think that we can. If anything, we should be formal with you. But eh, please, I'm, please don't. I'm good this way. We are uh, here to ask for your assistance. Oh. Uh, how how could we help you? You're not it's gonna so like well. it. <laughs> <laughs> the, that that was that was Harkos. <laughs> the the two of us and uh, and Cigar. I don't know if you've met him or not. But the uh, champion of Torm, uh, the blessed of Torm, from what I heard. The blessed of Torm. <laughs> We're uh, first. Well, he talks about it all the time, and word gets around. First light tomorrow. We're going to go into the mines and see if we can't take the fight to the to the cobalts. They just stare at you for a second, like, uh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna elbow Trevor. But I, maybe you didn't say it right. Oh, he said it right. <laughs> oh, but uh, you, you want us to go in there, and he like kind of like nods his head towards the towards the cave entrance, and 
do what exactly? Uh, hopefully, um, take out the kobolds and find out what their source of power is. Yes, Guerus made it seem like there was something in the mountain as well as the kobolds, and we also raised the idea to Ilian that maybe the earthquake we felt earlier, maybe they're growing more frequent because the kobolds are getting more adventurous with their tunneling. Huh. It's not a bad plan. I, I could see merit, oh, too. I don't think it's a good one, either. No. Uh, it, it would be better to know than not. I... I will be more than happy to go with you. I I think that Marcus and I would be of great service down there. We are quite used to caves oh, and tunnels yes. from our home. Dark cave with giant spider. Hmm. And actually, she's a she's a drow, and she would be like amazing at this shit. Well, that's cool. She she makes us happy. Yeah, the the spider not so much. <laughs> yes, I I already discussed with Trevor about how we probably needed Marcus to... <laughs> we both Sorry. shiver. <laughs> Sorry. Well, Marcus is of the Underdark as well. He's quite adept at traversing the dark and the caves. Yes, no, Mar Marcus and I are somewhat familiar with each other. We don't have to talk about it anymore. <laughs> no. I would like to say that Marcus won't hold a grudge, but I think he may. Oh, lovely. If she, really you see she gives kind of like a, like a sly, like, like kind of ha-ha-ha, gotcha kind of smile when she says that. Like she's kind of she's trying to poke fun at you a little bit, <laughs> and we're both super that's, uncomfortable still. <laughs> that's, that's that's all fine and fucking dandy, but Nick in the real world knows that there are spiders in Australia that eat birds and possums and shit. So I don't feel super comfortable. But <laughs> she's like, Marcus might eat you, bird guy. Yeah, you know what? He fucking might. Maybe that's why I tried to kill him when we <laughs> sparred. Maybe that's why I was hoping and, I squeezed all the fucking silk out his ass. <laughs> and Marcus is like. The size of a Rottweiler. Yeah, like, we he's... cannot discuss that. That'd be fine. <laughs> and that's I... what we're going to call it, because Nick's got to go make fucking poops. Because uh, his pants can't hold anymore. <laughs> oh, God, I should have given her a different fucking familiar animal companion. Son of a yeah, bitch. Yeah, you know, like a wolf or something cool, not, not a freaking spider. Ugh. <laughs> What makes more sense for a drow ranger than a goddamn spider and not a... What is it that fucking Dritzt has as a, a fucking panther or whatever? You know, I gotta do something All different. Right, well, I don't know anything about sense. that drow, and I didn't know it was a panther, and I was about to say panther. So... <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't know who fucking Dritzt Dorn is? I know is? the name, but I don't know anything about... Yeah... I don't know any of the lore or backstory or anything. I just know the name. And I know he's a drow. And I know he's popular. And we... <laughs> we were going to get raged on so fucking hard. <laughs> so I'm sorry! I'm sorry! Like, we're going to... I read really slow and <laughs> once, I can't once read books. Once again, sorry. 
as as always, this is a very liberal use of the word we. I want everyone to realize that Brad is the one making these comments. Trevor, Brad, all of the things encompassing Mr. Conower are making these comments. Do not come at the DM nor the Alacocra, okay? We are on your <laughs> side. I also don't fully know what's going on, but I'm going to keep my mouth shut because I don't know what's going on, whereas Brad has no problem opening his wiener hole. So, there's that. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, Puffles is, is still seems somewhat unconvinced. Uh, it, you you got to give me a little bit more to go on than we're going into dark, scary tunnels and uh, we're going to fight back, that's, I guess. That's, that's pretty much the uh, in- entire plan. Not to be that guy, but what am I getting out of this? Uh, Ten gold pieces for every monster you kill. That. I guess there would be an abundance and of them down there for me to take out. Har- Harkos is going to take a couple, like, baby steps forward. And and also, if if we don't try, I fear that nights like yesterday may become more frequent and then the children of Iron's Edge and the people and us will be at a great disadvantage when the tidal waves of trapezoids become too much for even Anzagar to handle. You see, he's he's kind of taking in what you're saying. And, hmm. I should... I should not think selfishly. I should think about the people. That's the reason that... That's the reason that I came here. Thank you for reminding me of that, Harkos. I I truly appreciate it. Uh, You're welcome. I... I guess you have my paws. Oh my You have my bow. I just realized that Puffles and I are going to be the owl and the pussycat, and I'm loving it. (laughs) Oh boy. I just made a new friend because of literary references. I just made a new friend. His name is Puffles. Yeah. And guess what? He doesn't I... lie about his fire powers, Trevor. <sighs> <sighs> well, I uh, will it be the four of us plus this and cigar fellow? And maybe someone that calls themselves Shadow, but Jorik was not very clear on that one. Uh, I haven't seen or heard of anyone named Shadow around here. Sounds like a pretty edgy, cool name, though. Yeah, Jorik Uh, seemed to say that not many people have seen or heard this Shadow, which is convenient. Um, for them, I suppose. And we're, we're, we have a couple more asks, but yes, we will probably be the main, if not the only force. So be hmm. be prepared, and we all need to be very weary, because I, I don't want us to refuse a retreat, but I, we, we, we need to try everything we can to at least maybe siphon off some of their numbers, hopefully. 
I will, uh, I will go over my spell books and, uh, I will see what's, I will see what I can get ready for tomorrow that might be helpful. Hey, see, he, he pats that big ass book that's chained onto, onto his belt. Th thank you both. And Harkos is going to reach out a hand to shake Puffles and then Selena. Uh, okay, so uh, Puffles will, will shake your hand and Selena will uh, do, like, like she takes kind of like your, your fingertips and she'll, like, curtsy. Like, she's very, like, proper with with her. Yes. Like, her, yeah. A anyway, trying to get that across. I, I hope that the visual made sense. Like, it, I see it in my head, but I don't know how to describe it. So, you got it. Uh, and... Then you see uh, from the top of the cave, yeah. Mar Marcus crawls out uh, and is spider climbing up on top. And he turns around and he he salutes you with his front leg. And then he crawls back inside. It's terrible. Harkos is gonna fucking salute back, but he's gonna it's gonna be very stiff, a very uncomfortable <laughs> stiff. Marcus wanted to make sure that he showed his approval as well. Oh, it's so yeah. very much appreciated and not at all disliked. <laughs> uh, we will be off of duty here in uh, the next hour or so. And once our replacements take over, we will prepare ourselves for tomorrow's adventure. Bright and early. Yes, indeed. We will um, meet up here, I suppose. Okay. Well, uh, okay. So I, uh, they they give you their farewells, and uh, so are you wanting to go and talk to Phil, or are you wanting to see if you can get in contact with the shadow? I I think I don't know. I think Trevor's gonna go on back to the inn. Okay. Yeah, Harkos. because even yeah. even Jorick said probably not Phil, and we don't know Jack Squad about the shadow, so yeah, Har okay. Harkos will probably go uh, return to the inn as well. Okay, cool. Uh, so you head back to the inn. Uh, as soon as you walk in, uh, Gork is behind the bar. She sees you guys walk in. Oh, hey there, gents. Uh Welcome back. Uh, is there any food or drink that I can get ready for you? It's uh, it's well past lunch, but uh, maybe I can get a special dinner ready for you. I would like some alcohol, please. <laughs> I haven't seen you drink yet. I'm, I'm, I'm quite pleased to see you loosen yourself up a bit. I've never drank before, but I, I feel oh. one should try everything at least once, right? Well, oh, we'll be popping the cherry tonight, won't we, boys? Ha-ha! Uh, a bunch of uh, the goofy motherfuckers in here start cheering. I will also have a drink. Hmm. Is it your first time as well? Oh, no, but I could use one. Oh. One with experience, one with not. Ha! Harkos is going to... Uh, I'm going to turn to uh, Trevor and put a hand on his shoulder and be like, Could be our last one, ha <laughs> oh, what? Why do you say that? Oh well, you you see the um, we we had got an invitation to speak with 
Mayor Tinleaf and we, um, after the attack from last night, we raised some concerns with him about some ideas we had about how to possibly prevent more attacks on such a level from happening. And, well, long story short, tomorrow we, um, we plan to attempt to make a push back against the trapezoids within the mountain. Hmm. Well, uh, whew, that's a, that, that's a, that seems like quite a task there that you're setting yourselves up for. Yes. Yes, it is. But it's, huh? it's why we're here, so. Well, good for you, though. Uh, yeah, uh, anything, anything that you want tonight. I'll be more than happy to either make or bring right up to the room for you. I, I just, appreciate it. Just an ale for me. And then I'm off to bed. You know, it's only like one o'clock in the afternoon, right? We're leaving at first light. And I'm sure sleep is not going to come easy. Hmm. Okay, well, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll make sure that, uh, well... Here, I'll get your ale ready, and, uh, Harkos, is there anything else that I can get for you? Um, not at the moment. I think I'm just... I'm gonna stay down here and drink for a little bit, I suppose. I'll need to eat something eventually. I've heard that drinking on an empty stomach isn't great, but we did have that brunch in earlier, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she gets, uh, she gets drinks ready for you, <coughs> uh, and hands them over, and... Again, you know, should say it, it's all on the house because of uh, your service to Iron's Edge, and yeah, uh, especially with what you're going to be doing tomorrow, I, I definitely would, I would never charge somebody who's going to be doing that kind of crazy stuff. Thank you. And um, Harkos is going to turn to Trevor and raise his his tankard. I shall raise it back to Iron's Edge. And all those we plan to protect within. To Iron's Edge. Okay. Uh, so you guys drink? Yep. Duh. Chug. Uh, <laughs> roll, roll constitution saving throws. Hey! Do you, do you want me to be at disadvantage since I'm a little, I'm a little babby boy? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, good. I, it's 22. I didn't want that. I got a 22. Damn. Damn. I got a 12. <laughs> uh, you, you, uh, Harkos, you get you get tipsy here pretty quick. Uh, but uh, Trevor, you you feel it kind of starting to affect you. But uh, you know, it's it's not. It, what this is a little stronger than what you're used to. Right. They they definitely it's a hard people, so they have some pretty hard. Yeah, alcohol. I've probably drank more wine than ale. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, d yeah. Definitely. You fucking Nancy. <laughs> We're sorry to anybody named Nancy who is listening. We're also sorry to wine drinkers. It's a perfectly acceptable drink. Nick just thinks it's bitter and kind of gross. Well, you're drinking the wrong type of wine, then. Yeah, that's exactly what a wine drinker would say. Ha! <laughs> oh, I kind of take offense to that. I like all kinds of different things. I apologize. Damn right you do. <laughs> Damn <laughs> right. I'm interjecting myself into your conversation, and I'm sincerely apologize for that. I also apologize because I seem to be quite inebriated. 
I said a little, a little tipsy. I didn't say, I didn't say drunk, but you know that's fine. You uh, know okay, so Carlos you guys drink. Do pretend, you, like he doesn't know how he's supposed to act when he feels this way. <laughs> uh, do you guys do multiples, oh, or yeah. are you just having yeah. the one? A hundred percent, yes. Okay. Uh, how how many more? Not enough to get trashed, but definitely enough that I'm going to go upstairs and pass the hell out. <laughs> Harkos is probably going to just drink until Trevor tells him not to because Harkos doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Oh, boy. So if Trevor's <laughs> drinking, Harkos... I mean, I can't let Trevor show me up, right? Like, we're best buds, right? I mean, that's not just the the yeast talking. We're, we're like the best <laughs> of friends. So... <laughs> Uh, okay, so you guys drink, uh, and uh, you get yourselves a, a little on the, uh, you know, towards the edge of being drunk, and, you know, it's kind of to the point that you're just having a fun time a little bit. Uh, you're kind of bullshitting with uh, uh, with Gork. After a little bit of time, uh, you see that uh, uh, Selena and Puffles will come in, and they maybe join you for a drink. As well, no Marcus. Hey, uh, and Pruffle. <laughs> we're we're drunk enough. We're cuddling with Marcus. No, no, no. I was nope. just gonna say, let's if, see how that if, goes. If over. Trevor starts cuddling with Marcus, I would like to roll to immediately be sober, please. <laughs> uh, so you you share uh, you share a drink with uh, with Puffles and Selena, uh, and then they. They go and uh, they get themselves to their rooms. Uh, you know, they they say that they're getting prepared for tomorrow, and they'll venture off. Uh, but e- eventually, you guys start getting to that point. You're like, yeah, it's probably it's probably that time to to get into bed. Uh, it's getting towards you know, kind of. It's getting a little bit more towards like more towards evening, and it's getting about time to to get to bed. So. Uh, do you, I'm assuming, retire to your separate rooms? Yeah. Okay. All right, however, so you head to your rooms. However, oh. on Harkos, this is Har- <laughs> too, too much of the sauce, my bad. Uh, on Harkos's way to his room, he is going to knock on Phil's door. Okay. Uh, so you, uh, you hear a kind of shuffling and then, uh, uh, the door cracks Phil, open. Phil, I love you, man. Let me tell you. I just got... <laughs> Phil, I just want you to know that I could really use your level 10 power sword tomorrow morning <laughs> if you could just lend it my way. <laughs> no, he's... Oh, he's, God. He's, excuse me, Phil. Uh, yeah? Um... I just, I wanted, you know, shh, you can't tell Trevor, because he, he gets upset sometimes, but, um, <laughs> he gets homesick a lot. I'm not, Phil, I would like you to know that Trevor and I, and Selena and, uh, and uh, Sp- Spider and uh, Puffles, and Ansigar, the blessed of turn, are going <laughs> into the mountain tomorrow morning. To fight the trapezoids, to keep the city of Arnsedge safe, and 
I don't want you to get hurt because you were quite helpful last night. But if you would like to come with us, you I don't know if birds can hiccup, but they can now. <laughs> if you would like to come with us, you're welcome to. We're meeting at the mine entrance tomorrow morning at daybreak. Trevor said maybe it wasn't the best idea to invite you, but I feel damn it, I like you. And I think you deserve to know. Jorick said of the people you could think of, you were on that list, so you were more than welcome to come, but please don't die. Uh, whew, that's a, that's a big ask. I, ooh, you don't have uh, to go, I just wanted you to know that the, 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 the invitation is there. Whew, uh, yeah, let me, uh, let me, th- let me think on that. I'll, uh, if I, if I want to go, then I'll, uh, I read you loud and clear, Phil. I, I got you. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you know if I'm there in the, in the morning. Yep, um, I'll just, I'll be right next door. The walls are super thin. If you need anything, <laughs> I'm probably going to be passed out. So maybe ask for Gwork. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, he'll, he'll say, oh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, hopefully I'll see you, see you in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Cool. Yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass out and vomit a little bit now and. Uh, yep. Yeah, yep. he kind of slowly closes the door on you, and then can higher low. Uh, let's say low. Harkos does not. Um, uh, he's not of his faculties enough to lock his door. I'm sorry. <gasps> <laughs> okay. He definitely. Yeah, no. He definitely walks into the room, shuts the door behind him, and makes the locking noises all the way to bed. <laughs> but he does not actually lock the two real locks. He just. It's an opening of the door, a closing of the door, and he's like. They put so many new locks in every night. I don't. Shoo, 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 shoo. Whoop. Boop. And then he, go, and then he gets in his nest and goes to sleep. Okay, so you guys lay down for for bed, and uh, you, I would assume that at this point you fall asleep probably pretty I easy. So. Yeah. Uh, Trevor, make a religion check. Bum, bum, bum. That is uh, probably not freaking much. Fifteen. Okay. I. Uh, so Trevor, while you're sleeping, you you dream and you it's almost like you're having like just night sweats and you just feel this heat present around you while you're Ooh. sleeping. Almost like you're breaking from a fever. Oh. That does not sound fun uh, at all. But I mean it's you're still sleeping, but it's it's fitful because of this heat and then it 
almost seems like it gets worse and worse and worse. And then eventually it's like you open your eyes, like you wake up and there's just a bright light at the foot of your bed. And as your eyes kind of refocus and you, you know, the sleep leaves your eyes, you, you see the being again. Oh my, uh, oh, uh, hello. Trevor. Uh, yeah, yes. Follow this path. What, what path? The one that your mighty feet stride now. Continue on it and serve me well. And then you wake up and the, the room is dark, just like it was. Oh, I think I drank too much. Oh, boy. Um. Uh, so, Trevor, you, you, you notice something as you wake up. There's a there's a note sitting on your on your bedside table. I will check the note. Uh you check the note and it's written in an elegant script and it says I will meet you in the dark. <gasps> Must be from Shadow. <laughs> the shadow. Bum bum bum. That is where we will call it for this session. I I almost said session. Like, it just all of it kind of blended together. That's Uh, why it's time for this session. (laughs) That is why it's the end of the session. Uh, So, thank you all very much for being at our table. Uh, And I... I, in addition to the thanks for being at the table, I would really love to just throw a request out there. Uh, you know, we're we're just getting started. We're we're you know, got seven episodes in. This is seven, right? Seven. Yeah, this, yeah seven, we're on yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah, this is seven. Seven episodes in, and you know, if you're listening to us and you like it, you enjoy it, give us give us a share. You know, talk tell your friends, your your gaming friends, your not gaming friends. Anybody out there that, you know, that if you can help us get the word out about this goofy ass podcast, <laughs> we'd really, we'd really give, appreciate give us it. A, uh, give us a vote on, on Apple's, uh, as we, yeah, <laughs> give us a, a vote, <laughs> a rating. Yeah. My brain's not with it tonight either. Um, <laughs> drop, drop us a thing over there and, uh, that'd be, that'd be it, great. It's perfectly fine for Brad not to know these words, guys. Don't worry about it. He's just our social guy. I'm sure it's fine. I. <laughs> uh, and if you could give us, uh, you could search for us on on Podchaser. You could search for us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're 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 all over the place now, and we're that is super exciting. Like a shadow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And we're we're super excited to have to to be out there in all these places, but it really, it 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 can't just be us. And we really need everybody's help getting the word out about rolling. Definitely. So that's my that's my little, you know, getting on my knees and begging <laughs> a little bit. But uh, <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of getting in contact with us, Brad, where can they 
they being our fine listeners, get a hold of us. So yeah, um, about the whole sharing thing, help this social media guy get stuff out there, because obviously I'm terrible. Um, <clears throat> you can find us on... kind of fucking strike you. <laughs> I can't word. It's just... I. Mm-mm. <laughs> <sighs> You can find us on Twitter at Roll in the Geek. That's R O L L I N T H E G E E K. Any questions, comments, or just want to insert witty remark here, um, hashtag us <laughs> at uh, hashtag RitGeek. That's hashtag R I T Geek. Thank you very much, Brad. And Nick, you are. Let's see, what are you? You are (laughs) short and stout. Uh, You are the sound. Yo, let's just keep it classic. You are the sound bard. Yeah. Yeah. You give us inspiration through your fine musics and art of the sound engineering you give us the inspiration to continue on every time. Can you please give us something fun to go out on? Now, ladies and gentlemen, I know being a bard, I I might have seductive prowess, and I'm sorry, I am happily taken. Ooh, getting goosebumps already. Jennifer, <laughs> keep in mind that there are lots of people listening, which means I have options. So you need to you need to play your cards right, otherwise this sound bard is gonna loot his way loot L U T E not O O T so, uh, his way into the hearts of many. Episode eight, when we no longer have Nick anymore. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a solid possibility right there. She, ooh, she. Can, uh, so I should probably get this song out before uh, before anything bad happens. Um, I can I can feel her hot breath on the back of my neck as she's ready to. <laughs> pierce me through the fucking heart now um that sounded more sexy than it meant to be it's the it's the bard thing it's the whole seduction thing (laughs) anyway so uh we're in seven we got episode eight coming up to you next so that's a big hootie hoo from harcos and we're so happy that you're able to stay up late for us as you wait uh with bated breath for episode eight and um uh this week i figured we'd uh we'd test harcos's um his beak chops at a, at a little bit of an owl rap, so oh boy. Um, so it's gonna it's gonna be a pretty solid one. So here we go. Look, if you had one hour or one episode to write a rap about an alacocra oh, in one night. <laughs> Would you manage it, or would you just chicken out? Yo, his claws are ready. Wings strong, palms feel fury. There's viscera on his robes already. Feathers white like Betty. He's nervous, but in the surface he looks nervous and ready to throw hands. But he's a low level. He goes for the blows, but the dice don't put out. They're failing. Everybody's wailing now. The turns run out. Action's over. Blow! Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes my duality. Oh, there goes Harkos. He froze. He's so scared, but he won't give up. That easy. Nope. He won't have it. He knows his whole goal is just to protect Cassie. He's stoked. He knows that, but He's whack. He's so woke that he knows when he goes back to Okaido, that's when it's back to the rituals. Yo, the owl better make the most before it passes him. 
You better lose yourself in the character, the story for glory. You better never let them die. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to gloat. This opportunity comes once in a campaign. Hoo! Oh, man. Holy wow. shit. Wow. <laughs> and, and that was, uh, that was Harkos's rap persona, which is, which is, uh, H and P, like A C H A N P E E. I phonetically <laughs> spelled out my first and last initial, just like Mr. Marshall Mathers. Uh, thank you. <laughs> God damn. You, damn. <laughs> just damn. Oh, buddy. The sound bard knows. Oh, skiddly dee. Oh, just wait till my mate see this. I can't believe I found me rolling the geek podcast. I'm a happy pirate, I am. Oh, homie, you've done it again. Just wait till Massey's hears about this one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.